from thrill to cross you know to leap over to cross and uh, you know reminds us of so many things <clears throat> and you know most notably hanuman ji leaping over the ocean you know and uh, so many things were in the way in, in that leap itself he had to encounter so many things obstacles so every leap is fraught with obstacles and here it's the ultimate leap you know after this there is no more leap no more need to needing to jump you know why because it's the last leap and and what is that leap from samsara to moksha so taranam here the crossing is with regard to crossing of samsara and what is this samsara you know we are getting a full dose of it in the evening classes and <laughs> samsara is <laughs> jeeva srishti you know i can't even say projected but splattered over the universe <laughs> yeah overlaid is a nice way of putting it but just splattered you know it's just like you take a lot of sludgy you know dirt and then put it on a clean wonderful surface and then it's coming down and then it's just you know staining everywhere it touches and then you can't see beyond it you can only see all the you know the dirt that is what jiva srishti is like you know jiva srishti is there and so to to see the ishvara srishti you know is important as ishvara made it is important because that is where we can, because ishvara is not objectifiable neither is mahavakya to be seen as an object neither can you see yourself as an object and what you can see you see it wrongly where to go bhagavan also you know must be in doldrums <laughs> so we start with what is objectifiable and what you can see and what you can grasp with your five senses organs and other pramanas means of knowledge inference etc what you can come to know you should know exactly how it is not how you are afraid it is or not how you want it to be this is what is the overlay of jeeva srishti your own subjectivity that that is creating this platter through which you cannot have you know what is that darshanam ishvara drishti ishvara srishti you cannot see because you know you you only see what you don't have you only lament what is wrong what you consider is wrong you, you are only worried about why it didn't turn out a certain way and so therefore as we have seen in so many anuvakas that have gone before every single thing in the drishti becomes an object of fear an object of dread an object of you know something you know to avoid or 
in in certain cases an object to pursue because there is again in both cases there is adhyasa adhyasa means the asaha uh, this is very nice asaha to throw throwing you know asyate you know asaha asyati asyate like that so asaha to throw and adhi you know adhi asaha so to to throw powerfully you know against this adhisthana which is the truth of everything and here it is ishvara srishti is there and on top of that you have thrown your own you know the the residual raga dveshas in the mind are thrown powerfully projecting you know over this and because of this overlay ishvara is not recognized and ishvara cannot be recognized unless you are able to objectively look at each and everything in the srishti and see it as ishvara this is what one has to do so this is you know ishvara buddhi sarvatma bhava has to come it is it has to be cultivated by looking at everything that you can objectify and seeing bhagavan in it as it so then this therefore you invoke bhagavan as tarah tarak hai because there are so many you know in fact bhagavan here is invoked as pranava omkara and yesterday I, i alluded to that verse from the mundaka upanishad you know dhanur grihitva aupan aupanishadam mahastram dhanur grihitva upanishadam mahastram you know brahma tal lakshyam uchyate so you take the bow you know which is what is called which is aupanishadam which is pranava which is omkara you take the omkara bow and then what you know the omkara is the bow this is a, a nice imagery om is the bow and then where, where do you find the om in the upanishad where do you find this bow in the upanishad and then aupanishadam upanishadi bhavam aupanishadam and then what is it it is a big weapon the greatest weapon and then with this weapon what do you strike what is the lakshya what is the goal brahma brahman brahman is the goal brahma tal lakshyam tat you know tasya lakshyam uchyate then the next line says apramattena vedhavyam it is to be struck without a mistake you know ha ah, target practice <laughs> yeah so omkara is the bow and what is the arrow the arrow is the sadhana of you know because the omkara you can't just keep and worship you know it's not a it's it's, it's something to be practiced it's a sound symbol it is a it is it is not a pratima it is a pratika it's a sound symbol a pratima is a visual symbol which is swastika swastika is a pratima omkara is the pratika it's a sound symbol whose powers are activated by repetition mananat trayate iti mantra so mananat means by constant repetition it protects it's activated you know so then what happens so then brahma tal lakshyam uchyate so this the, the the shara the arrow here if the bow is omkara the arrow is nothing but the practiced omkara and omkara takes you to brahman as infallibly as the arrow hits the target
so you can relax and practice because once you leave the arrow and you you have to be a good marks person but then once you do this then what happens you are assured of the goal and then what is your responsibility apramattena vedhavyam it has to be pierced you know with great focus clarity concentration and there is no room for mistake and this is talked about you know what kind of mistake this is talked about in the vivek chudamani you know vyagra buddhya srishtam banam you know there is one <laughs> there is one fellow who is gone for hunting or something you know, or he is sitting there in the forest it's like kings and all used to go and they found one some rustling noise in the bushes and then you know immediately he without looking he he assumed it is a tiger and so he had vyagra buddhi and in that you know he thought it's a tiger and he released the arrow it turned out to be a poor grazing cow then he farted the thing slowly because instead of a growl he heard a moo and you know and then it was and the cow was falling on to the side you know so if a you know if it's the wrong you know wrong assumption because of yagra buddhi this bana was released and now you suddenly cannot have go buddhi and then withdraw the uh, withdraw the shara you know you cannot do that just because it's a cow you cannot say oh come back arrow because the arrow has already gone therefore here in the mundaka upanishad it reminds us apramattena vedhavyam there is no room for mistake or rather we should say a missed take there is no room for a missed take because you know we are back in samsara glub 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 you know <laughs> neither coming out nor drowning properly you know yeah that's why it's always you know present continuous keeping on drowning at least if you are drowned okay you know finish ram naam satya hai at least something to do look forward to in the next life that is also not there always drowning you know yeah so like this uh, you know apramattena vedhavyam and how to do that is given in the last pada of the mantra sharavat tanmayo bhavet sharavat like even the arrow tanmayo bhavet i mean you know tanmaya means you become the arrow you become one with the arrow and what is the arrow here oh, ah thank god sorry. yeah yeah because nobody said is it the arrow that killed the tiger or yeah, thank god morning classes work yeah so <laughs> my conclusion so the arrow is omkara so you become one with that omkara uchcharana tanmayah means you become just that you know swarthe mayat mayat is a pratyaya is a what is a pratyaya suffix it's a suffix that has many meanings you know vikararthe vikararthe means in the sense of modification and that you find all over the taittiriya upanishad annamayah pranamayah manomayah so you know manaso vikarah you know is a modification of the mind a modification of food annamayam shariram if you say then it is not that you know under the skin the idlis are protruding correct <laughs> the idlis you ate are not protruding under the skin The, the idlis are transformed into you know all that majja you know marrow and blood and all the sinews tissues everything 
and so therefore the body is a product is a vikara modification of food so the maya you know the mayat is the is the suffix it has you know uh, what is that vikara arthe that is one meaning you know then another meaning uh, common meaning is uh, you know prachuryarthe in the sense of preponderance you know like uh, again we can use the word yagnyaha annamayaha so how was the homa oh my god i don't remember the fire i don't remember any other details there was so much food <laughs> it was many many dishes because that's how it should be you know yagnya you can't just sort of say please take only one vada you can't tell the people after <laughs> because there may not be enough you should have enough and in those days no rsvp are you coming what time are you coming are you coming for the yagya and uh, are you are you coming for the food are you staying for the food all this you be uh, you know rude to ask here we have become utterly shameless you know yeah just because we live in the, you know uh, live in the west we have become utterly shameless and we want to know how many people are coming and how much are they going to eat one bite two bites you know three vadas per person you know and then you will take them aside really three vadas come on that's a lot of fat are you sure you want to do this yeah so you know you can't do that you just have to have food that should be there and then it should be given away you know that that is what the whole thing is it should be and even dogs and cats anybody that comes has to be fed you know in the mahabharata we have a nice uh, this thing janame jaya you know had one big satram satram is another name for homa a big function and then there was one there is one divine dog you know sarama sarama is this divine dog and then she uh, she was a watch dog somewhere uh, and she that's her job to be the watch dog then what happened she had four puppies okay and uh, you know it was not take the children to work day so they had to be they had to be kept at home somewhere so then they said they said mamma why don't we why don't we just go we heard that uncle janame jaya is having a big yagya why don't we just go there because there will be so many new smells to sniff there will be food afterwards there will be so many new people that will pet us and so many nice things there will be so many will be just completely occupied till you come back so then sarama said okay but don't eat the offering <laughs> even if you are drooling from the side you stay away from the offering and don't go eating the offering because you know at the end when everybody eats finishes eating all the leaves will be put on the side there you know and then there you can go have your feast you eat you lick up all the leftovers and they, they rub their paws with glee they all went you know sarama went to her watch dog place wherever she had to go and then you know the uh, the people that came there janame jaya and his family included they were horrified that they were four puppies they were cute but nonetheless four puppies running around the yagya and they immediately assume that <laughs> put their mouth into the offering before it is offered into the fire you know and so therefore 
what should we do? i mean i had a similar thing like that you know i we were doing a yagna for a uh, small boy for mundanam so you know he was sitting uh, next to his mother and then we had that aval you know that raw uh, what is that puffed rice uh, poha along with jaggery and some nuts and so the mother and the father were offering i was telling them to offer and then in between he, he would take any i mean but you couldn't do anything we just said okay this is also incarnation of bhagavan <laughs> so in between he would eat and he would he would he would eat or he would also offer like this and so you couldn't do anything so like this they assumed that the puppies will do the, that and uh, everybody started to throw stones at the puppies including janamejaya and then uh, you know when the puppies went squealing to the mother you know disturbed the mother where she was working and they said we have been not only were we not given food forget the leftovers we were not even allowed to just be around did you eat the offering no we didn't even go near the offering we are all good puppies we are good dogs and still they did this to us sarama in all her wrath goes and screams at janamejaya she barks at him you know bites him also nicely and <laughs> <laughs> encourages the puppies to also have a go and chew up his dhoti and do things like that and you know and she asks did they come and you know did they disturb the offering and there are so many witnesses at the yagna everybody said no they were just running around and being cute that's all and then janamejaya attracts a curse i have forgotten because i am not very good at curses uh, keeping track of them i mean unless i have forgotten what the curse was but you can look it up so like this nobody should be disallowed from yagna and so like this you know uh, the, the the other meaning of the word mayat is prachuryarthe preponderance in the form of preponderance mayat prachuryarthe so these are the two common meanings but then neither of those meanings in tanmaya fits you know sharavat tanmayo bhavet it's not like you become a preponderance of the arrow no you cannot become a vikara of the arrow so we take the least invoked meaning which is swarthe mayat so like this these words like chinmaya it's not full of chit it is only chit in its own sense you know <laughs> and so like this you know sharavat tanmayo bhavet you become the om that you chant because in fact you are the om that you chant so how to be like this is very difficult to have that one pointed like the single pointed you know uh, that uh, uh, commitment to the lakshya to the goal because there are so many distractions in samsara so many distractions are there in the jagat you know and you know let's say you're chanting om namah shivaya om namah shivaya om namah shivaya and then three chants went perfectly fourth chant is of course fourth thought is what is anything happening <laughs> three om namah shivaya what is the fruit of three om namah shivayas and then will i still get punya if it's a little bit distracted i should get no like this <laughs> you know the mind goes off somewhere and so therefore you know here it is uh, it is we need the grace of bhagavan to chant this taraka mantra and then no other way you know there are many taraka mantras yesterday night we chanted hare rama hare rama this is called maha taraka mantra because after this there is no other 
you know, Taranam, no other mantra possible. And so therefore what? We have to, you know, we have to see this as invoking Bhagavan as Omkara itself so that, you know, I see the all-encompassing nature of Bhagavan. And what is Om? Om is, you know, the waker, includes the waker, Akara, you know, includes the waker and the waker is not uh, in a vacuum. The waker is relating to, responding to, reacting to the waking world. So Om is the waker plus the waking world. Om, you know, and then what? Who is the sleeper, you know? Who is the dreamer? Dreamer is also Om, you know? Om is not the dreamer. Dreamer is Om. The truth of dreamer is Om. It's all one way in Vedanta, one way street. And then, you know, so when you dream, you are not outside of the law of the universe, which is the projecting power of Ishvara. So the projecting power of Ishvara, Ishvara Srishti includes your ability to dream. And within that Ishvara Srishti, what you dream is Jiva Srishti, depending on your memory and desire. And so it is Hiranyagarbha, Maya Shakti, in other words, you know, this, this dreamer, you know, relates to, responds to and is connected to the world of manifestation. That world which is about to be manifest and that world which is about to be manifest on a macro, micro level in the individual dream. And then what? After dream, what comes? You know, sleep. sleep. Actually, it comes before dream, but in the, <laughs> in the, this thing, you know. Sleep, what happens? There is a, there is a total decimation of duality. No duality. Nothing at all. No duality in sleep. And then, therefore, what happens? There is just oneness. And that relates to Ishvara without the Jagat. Same thing. So you see how the Omkara, you know, that which is Yad Bhutam, that which was there, that which is going to be there, Yad Bhavishyam and Yad Bhavishyat and uh, Bhutam and then Vartamanam, everything is Omkara and then that which transcends time, past, present, future is also what? Omkara alone. So Omkara is highly celebrated because it is Nirguna and Saguna, it is Ishvara along with the Jagat including this body-mind-sense complex through which I can relate as a devotee and it's, you know, Ishvara as Satchidananda Swarupa, which is again myself alone. So, Namaha Taraya and to this Tara, Namaha and also when you say Taraya Namaha, when you say Omkaraya Namaha, that means what? The crossing power has been invoked. May I be at home with Om, may I be one with Om and may I be, you know, may I be with, with this, with this knowledge always that helps me cross so that I don't have to suffer again, you know, that's the thing. And then, Namastaraya, Namashambhave, yeah, so now these, there are some three, four words here, Namaha Shambhave, Namaha Cha Mayobhave Cha. Namaha Shankaraya Namascha Mayaskaraya. I think that's, that is that, that's what it is. Yeah. Namaha Shivaya Cha Shivataraya. That we can take separately. So these four words have to do with various levels and dimensions and manifestations of Sukha. 
various manifestations of sukha, you know, happiness. So, and then here, Namash Shankara Yacha. Shankara comes first. Yeah. Oh, Shambhavi. Yeah. Shambhavati Asmat Iti. Shambhavaha. Shambh is, you know, not just happiness, that's a kind of a bad translation. Complete and total well-being. Sham. Shanno Mitrasham Varunaha. May there be Sham from, you know, the sun, from the Bhagavan in the form of the sun. Like this we have a Shanti Mantra. That same Sham, you know. And uh, so, this Sham, Sham Bhavati Asmat, from, from him there is Sham. He is the you know, the Hetu of Sham. The, so that way we, we say that all well-being and feeling at peace with myself, that Shanti, that resolution of all wrong, uh, you know, what is that? Wrong things uh, within oneself. Un, un, uh, unmitigated Raga Dveshas and uh, all kinds of fears, etc. All these constitute, you know, the uh, ingredients for sham to be eroded from my life and so the one who gives sham and because of uh, of uh, invoking whom there is peace of mind and there is a total sense of contentment and well-being and of course the total well-being comes from knowledge but here we are also uh, what is included is the relative well-being where I can suspend samsara and not be afflicted by it. You see, this is very important. You can suspend samsara for the time being and not be afflicted by it. And that is also a kind of sham because you can say, you know, today samsara has no power over me. Today I'm, I pledge that I will not be a samsari. You know, and so that is very nice. Forget today, even for one hour, I will be away from samsara. <laughs> Namo Shambhave. This is what the whole thing is. To start with baby steps. Bhagavan is not in a hurry. He's been around for a long time and so have you. This is what Bhagavan says in the fourth chapter, you know, of the Bhagavad Gita. You have had many births, so have I've also been around for a long time. Only one small difference between you and me, Arjuna. You have forgotten that you've been around for a long time. You don't know any of these births. I know, you know. What, what all the what all the jagat has gone through, I know. I know my past, uh, you know, which is free of the past. You don't know. That's the only problem. And so here, you know, Shambhava uh, and all the other ones also, the other three so words associated with it have to say similar meaning. So this one, uh, uh, the one who is in charge of total well-being, I, you know, invoke for peace of mind. Both, you know, in three ways. Both as drishta, uh, first two is, is a pair. Drishtaphala. Drishtaphala of any meditation. Like, you know, Taraka Mantra meditation. Drishtaphala means the obvious immediate result. Is what, you know, after you meditate, what happens? Peace. Yeah. What should happen? Yeah, peace of mind. <laughs> this should be the drishtaphala. Peace of mind. Correct? And then, you know, even if you don't have peace of mind after meditation, your significant other will definitely have peace of mind after you meditate. You see? So this drishtaphala goes a long way. Yeah. So if you want to give a gift to the significant other, 
meditate. Yeah, it's a nice present, you know. And they will not ask you, what did you get for my birthday? I remained quiet for half an hour. It's a big thing. Yeah, big gift wrap. Okay, yeah. so, so this is Drishtaphala. And then in addition to Drishtaphala, every karma attracts Adrishtaphala. Adrishta means that which is, you know, kept in abeyance to be given by Bhagavan at a later date. Okay, and we don't know when it will come. So let us say you meditated five lifetimes ago. What about the other four intervening lifetimes? Don't ask, you know, <laughs> what all I did. It's better, it's best forgotten. Okay. So now if you're sitting and let's say you have total recall of all six lifetimes and you're wondering why that, you know, the meditation done five lifetimes ago is not bearing fruit. It is in Bhagavan's hand. When it will come, you don't know, you know. How much of it will become? Will it be given in two, three pieces, two, three installments? You know, like your uh, whatever payment of a mortgage. Whether it's going to come in installments, you know, whether it's going to be dispensed over 30 lifetimes or whether it is going to be dispensed in one lifetime, you don't know. You don't have any say because Bhagavan is the giver of karmapla. So therefore, when I say Shambhave Namaha, you know, I'm putting a little slip inside the prayer come on you know activate thoda kuch karo yeah favor me come on i know at some point i must have you know done something and if the karma is sitting on the back burner somewhere please attend to those files you know yeah this is what you have to do in india to get any kind of a legal thing done no? You go to any of the dusty offices, the files are, you know, piled up as, as far as the ceiling fan, you know. All dusty, dirty files, you know. Dusty means they have not been looked into at all. And then the person, the officer sitting there will say, come tomorrow. Come tomorrow means tomorrow never comes. Yeah, that's what it means. Yeah. And you know, come tomorrow. Well, you know, I am here tomorrow. Well, yeah, but you know. I had to take chutti. Why you are on chutti? And something happens. So come tomorrow. You know, saab nahi aaye hai. You know, the, the officer is not come. Somebody else says, you know. And then come tomorrow. And then the next day you come. Oh yeah, I know, I know. What's the hurry? Sit down. Have a cup of tea. Come tomorrow. So, and then at some point you get desperate. And then you go and then you try the humanitarian approach. You see, I'm, you know, I'm an NRI. You know, NRI means non-returning Indian. Okay, yeah. I'm an NRI, and this is some kind of a this is some kind of an ancestral property. And, yeah, and in fact, the officer doesn't like the fact that you are NRI, and he is RI. You know, and so he or she. So there is, you know, so some negotiations have to be done. You you approach humanitarian, you know, and I'm out of leave and I have to go back and please, you know, somewhere in these files the record must be there. Please give it. I just need you know, a little bit of your time, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll babysit your children if you want, but please do this. So like that you have to put one, uh, you know, you have to put one little, what is that? An extra prayer, please help because my own karma phala is standing against me and there's nothing I can do. But you have a little, you know, 
यू हैव अ रीच आपकी पहुंच है यू नो यू हैव अ रीच यू प्लीज मेक दिस ऑल राइट फॉर मी शंभवे नमः या शंभवे नमः बिकॉज़ एवरीथिंग इज एट द स्टैंड स्टिल नथिंग इज मूविंग and where is that kathamaham shanti meshyami when will i get this shanti everybody's prayer you know i forgot the rest of the words there is a very nice uh, thing kathamaham shanti meshyami the uh, you know the uh, the person the the uh, distressed jeeva is chanting you know and uh, there is a nice verse there i forgot in the other words but he you know this jeeva is this person this fellow is wondering when will i get shanti then in that verse only he says now i know why the devatas he is a person who is homeless he is sitting somewhere on the road and then he says now i know why the devatas have left the earth so he says that you know harishethe uh, vaikunthe hari is nicely sleeping in vaikuntha you know and shivaha himalaya shiva is in kailasa in himalaya enjoying and then he concludes you know he is uh, uh, he says manye makkona sankulaya he says because of all the problems with all the various bugs flies and uh, what is that <laughs> mosquitoes <laughs> yeah so there is no sham on the earth you know because of all these things even bhagwan has gone <laughs> you know <laughs> sleeping nicely in air conditioned kailasa and vaikuntha etc free of bugs and here i am subject to bugs when will i get shanti this is everybody's thing. when will i get shanti you know and so this is why namaha shambhave when the ultimate sham is moksha so when you say namaha shambhave you are you know you are asking for bhagwan for to the one with your nature as sham itself because his nature as sham is your nature as sham you know only thing is he knows and you don't yet know so you are asking to be one with that sham shambhave and then mayo bhavah mayas means happiness here this is this happiness mayas is you know is a happiness that is due to you because of karma karma phala mayas happiness you know mayo bhavaha and uh, mayo bhavati yasmat you know from from whom who is the source of all happiness in the form of karma phala who gives the karma phala all this we have already discussed so here this is the happiness due to me because of my own karma phala so the one who gives you know mm, you know the the sukha vishaya sukha based on indriyas and sense objects all these things you know so every chocolate cake mayo bhave namaha you know any nice payasam you have mayo bhave namaha and then you know anything that you have something that you really wonderful you go on a nice trip you know bahamas etc <laughs> so mayo you know mayo bhave you know mayo bhavaha mayo bhave you know mayo bhavaya namaha and like this you can say shambhave mayo bhave and then shankaraya shankaroti this is invocation again is the same thing shankara means here the one who is uh, giving happiness uh, to the world you know the jagat 
is a source of happiness because of which force, which because of which power Bhagavan in the form of the one who gives, you know, Sham Karoti means the causal gear, Sham, you know, the one who is causing Sham to be there in the universe. Because, you know, we don't say that the Jagat is a cause of sorrow. Jagat is Ananda. Because Bhagavan is Satchidananda. So, if the Jagat has come from Bhagavan, it is also what? Satchidananda alone. Jagat is Satchidananda. Bhagavan is Satchidananda. So, you know, and in despite all the pains and sorrows, one gets a lot of joy from the Jagat. Let us not forget. You know, there is Ananda. In fact, that's why one becomes mad because one is searching for that Ananda everywhere and thinking it belongs to the Jagat. No, it doesn't belong to the Jagat, it belongs to Bhagavan. So this Ananda is there and this Ananda joy becomes something that one constantly looks for. And then so here, what is there? Shankaraya Namaha. And then Mayaskara, same thing, you know. This, uh, and then, uh, you know, this uh, Shankara, and then same thing. Mayas Karoti Iti Mayaskaraha. And then, uh, so the one who causes there to be, causes you to be one with the happiness in your life. You know, because, you know, here, you see, mayaskara, you know, mayas again is like a kind of an immediate joy in the sense of like that which is immediately available. And you know, if you look around, there is joy immediately available all the time, really speaking. There is no sorrow. If you look at the world with Ishwara's eyes, then there is no sorrow. There is only joy. And some days when one wakes up and one goes out for a walk, one is able to see Bhagavan everywhere and everything. You know, you meet a small child skipping along the road and then you are able to smile. Just looking at the child. It's not your child and you have no connection with this child, but you are able to appreciate it. You know? You, in other words, you know, uh, mayas is a, a, a kind of a joy that you can be in touch with when you discover in yourself an appreciative, non-demanding, you know, non-judgmental, complete person. Which is very easy to do if you are able to, you know, if you are able to be one with Bhagavan in the form of Shankara, etc. Shambhava, etc. And then, uh, so here, this is what it is. So on certain other days, you get irritated by everything. You know, even a small baby can irritate you. That's why nowadays in the flights, I am told that certain airlines have, uh, what is that, baby zones. So that people who don't want to sit to, with babies or next to babies or behind babies or in front of babies can find another seat. Yeah. Because you don't want to be <laughs> subject to crying the whole time. You know? Why? Because you are already crying more than the baby. <laughs> and you don't want to be reminded. There is no other reason. Ridiculous, you know. The extent to which you will go to avoid and have things your own way. So, you know, so this is what the whole thing is. Because you are already, you know, so this is what the, the thing is. You know, so you want to... 
you want to have you want to cut shut out those things in the life which don't give you bias but really speaking on certain days you can be irritated by anything you can be irritated by a helpless baby i mean imagine you know being 6 months old and being confined on a plane with so much noise and you know even the adults ears get bothered so you can imagine the tiny pair of ears you know completely plugged up not understanding anything frightened but we don't have the time or the you know the accommodation the shanti to go and look at the life of this baby and to see what it might be undergoing you know before you want to avoid the baby's own yeah this is what the whole thing is and so the only reason must be because you are you are reminded of how much you are crying in life so therefore <laughs> you know to develop the demeanor of being able to be okay with what is without trying to manipulate it or avoid it at all times you know you need the blessings of bhagwan as mayaskara the cheerful demeanor and disposition to this is something cultivated it's in your hands you know take a few deep breaths smile when you want to frown you know more of that for thursday evening class you know because somebody i promise somebody i'll give tips yeah and then it all will all not be given on thursday it will be given throughout so it will come whenever it comes so it's up to us so when you feel like frowning when the brows are furrowing you know just have a small little ironing board and iron and then just you know, do one is three yeah you know iron here and then just to take a few deep breaths and say this is the jeeva srishti striking i'm having a and you can tell the significant other and all the people in your family tell your children i'm having a jeeva attack you know <laughs> yeah i'm having a jeeva srishti attack help you know and they will help you may not like how they help but they will help <laughs> you will not be happy with their methods but you know it will be effective yeah because you know they have lived a long time with you they know you Yeah. they will pull you out of it but you have to allow it yeah and so this is what <coughs> shambhave mayobhave shankaraya mayaskara and then here now what we have been waiting for right in the middle namah shivaya yeah the word shiva means auspicious and the most auspicious thing is you you not the complaining you know crying you not the cry baby you but the satchidananda atma is the only thing that is you know auspicious shubham means you know this this chit you know this satchidananda atma is the one that is auspicious why because gaining which there is nothing more to gain that is what the whole thing is you know if you go to see some vernacular films in india i don't know now but long time ago at the end they would write shubham yeah they would not say the end they would say shubham may there be auspiciousness for all this is a this is you know vedanta seeping into pop culture this is really what it is every endeavor starts with a prayer and ends with a prayer mangalam bhavatu shubham astu so shubham here means what you know there is a family photo at the end of the film you know the warring parties have made up 
and everybody is you know at least accommodating the other to be in the photo and then you know the bride and the groom wanted to get married and there was a long standing feud 400 year old feud between the two families in fact nobody even remembered why the feud was there but they were happily nursing this feud and then you know making it all uh, uh, what is that you know they uh, thinking that it was a family legacy to uphold <laughs> and then you know after a lot of after a lot after 3 hours of strife which you have sat through in the movie and after many songs sad songs being sung, sung around unsuspecting trees around which the bride and the groom ran around after everything finally there is some kind of a rapprochement a kind of a you know truce and then the marriage takes place and then the still of the marriage photo with everybody laughing and then underneath shubham mini uh, or even even uh, shakespeare said that all's well that ends well yeah so the end is well here but then you know if you were to extend that movie a little more you again they would start fighting correct ah only thing is it is just if you were to imagine the movie being lengthened okay this is after the marriage everybody is happy and you know they are all hugging and they are in the photograph then you know you fast forward a couple of months later yeah and then the girl, you know the girl will be being told by the in-laws your parents are wrong your grandparents were also wrong <laughs> yeah so like this you know so it is not really shubham shubham means it should be ultimately mangalam you know it is only it's only a facade of shubham because they the you know the movie maker the director and the producer want to make money and they want to send you home happy because your life is not like the like the movie it will never be like the movie and so you come there for an escape and you say okay go shubham very nice but is it really shubham no not shubham how can it be shubham it, it ain't shubham at all because again everything will start So really speaking, the ultimate shubham is where there is no more strife, there is no more need to look, and the sadhana. You know, you cannot be a forever sadhaka. That is terrible. Yeah. You know, what are you today, sadhak? Kal kya sadhak? Uske baad fir kya sadhak? Seeker, 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 seeker. One life gone. इनफिनेट then an infinite seeker <laughs> because if you are an infinite seeker then the quest is you know forever boring but if you seek the forever if you seek that forever which is you then the quest is finite thank god and when should i seek the infinite right now yah ched avedit ath satyam asti keno upanishad यह चेद अवेदीत अथ सत्यमस्ति न चेद यह अवेदीन महती विनष्टि द लॉस ऑफ द इनफिनिट इफ यू सर्च फॉर इट राइट नाउ देन ओनली इट विल बेयर फ्रूट
Right now is what matters. Don't put it off. If you don't know this right now, then it's an infinite loss. Mahati vinattihi. Why? Because the loss of the infinite is definitely an infinite loss. Nothing to argue about that. And then Mahati Vinashtihi. And then, uh, you know, so we have to, so this whole section, you know, where uh, after the four kinds of, four ways of happinesses, then here, Namah Shivaya, this is the ultimate happiness. The cherry on top. In fact, there is no cake. There is only cherry. Yeah. <laughs> this is Namah Shivaya, the famed Panchakshari. You know, and it is said, if you repeat it, you don't need, you know, every other mantra, you need a diksha. It is said, you know, you need to go sit with the Acharya Guru, whoever, and say, please give me a mantra. But Namah Shivaya, you can take it upon your own. Shiva himself can give you the mantra. You don't need anything. Just like for that Narmada Linga, you don't need any Pratishtha, anything. It is already come complete, awake to bless you from, from the, the waters of Mother Narmada. So just like that, Namah Shivaya is a mantra that's already activated and ready to bless. You don't even need Diksha. You can start, you know, uh, you can start practicing it right now, you know. Om, Namah, Om is added, of course, because it's a Taraka Mantra. So Om Namah Shivaya. And so, Namah Shivaya and then Shivataraya. We have a kind of a comparative and superlative. Uh, and the comparative here is Tarap, you know, Tara, the word Shivatara. But it should be read, you know, as superlative. When it says Shivatara, it should be actually, you know, Shivatamaya Namaha. It should be read like that because there is no comparative here. So you cannot say Namah Shivaya, Namaha unto the most auspicious one and then Namaha unto the one that is a little more auspicious than that. Then it makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. So it is Chandasam. Or you can say if it is Tarap, if it is a comparative, you can say in comparison to everything else, it is better than everything else. Meaning it's the best. So it's a particular way of expressing that it is the best without, uh, you know, without uh, using the superlative. It says it's, it is better than everything else, you know. So Shivatara here means the one who is, you know, whose uh, who's Mangalam, Shubham, the one who stands for this uh, most auspicious thing there is. And there is nothing more auspicious than that. That way, you know, that word more comes, better comes. There's nothing better than that. There's nothing more auspicious than that. And that is the one to be pursued. You know, more we will see. We will continue tomorrow. What is it? How much is left? Yeah. Shiva Ayachar, Shiva Tara Ayachar. Yeah, and then it, uh, it uh, takes a little turn. Tirthya Ayachar, Kulya Ayachar. Tomorrow we will complete this and go on the 10th Anuvaka. You know? Oh, this was only 8? Eight? Eight. Oh, okay. Yeah, so then we will go on the 9th. My friend is beautiful. Very, very nice. Wonderful. Yeah, very, very nice. And we will go on the 9th one. Uh, tomorrow, and then we will uh, continue with that. Okay. Om Om
हरि हरि ओम